So in Parak Yudtes, Pasuk Gimel, uh, through Pasuk Zion, so this week's parasha tells us about Moshe going up in Harsinai and uh, receiving the Taira. So it says, And Moshe Allah lekim ba'yikrei lav Hashem in har lehmar kai summer levesak vasak b'nei Yisrael. And now we have the uh, instructions that Kaddish Baruch gives Moshe Rabbeinus. There is a well-known Gemara in Shabbos, Taf Peches Amr Beis. The Gemara in Shabbos speaks about what happened when Moshe Rabbeinu went up in Harsinah. We've learned this Gemara together uh, numerous times. Let's hazard over quickly. Rabbi Shubhan Levi teaches us that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to, to the Maraim, went to the upper heavens, and the Malachi Asharis, the Malachim said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what's, what's uh, flesh and blood doing amongst us? So um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, he's here to get the Torah. So they said, such a heligat Torah, such a beloved Torah, something that was created 974 generations prior to the creation of the world. You're going to give to flesh and blood. Hayatachin, is it possible? Yeah, you can give it to him just like that. So the Rabbani Shalom tells Moshe to respond. Moshe is scared to respond. He says, Hashem, if, uh, I'm not messing with Malachim. Hashem says, no, no, hold on to my throne and give a teretz. So Moshe gives a teretz. He holds on to the God's throne. And what does he say? He says, I don't understand you, Malachim. The Torah that you have, uh, you know, it says, uh, I'm Hashem regard to take you out of Egypt. Did you come out of Egypt? Yeah, you worked hard? That you were taken out of Egypt? Respect your parents. You don't have parents. What's the shayach to you? Yeah? Don't hate somebody else. There's nobody else here to hate. <laughs> don't kill. Just goes through the whole list, says the Gemara. And therefore, what ends up happening is, you know, what they respond, they admitted, your name should be spread out amongst the earth. So the Dubna Magid asks a very basic question. Moshe's answer is a very simple answer. It's very straightforward. Right? The Malachim had the Torah. They knew the Torah. Why do they even think it's Shaykh to them? Why are they messing around and trying to claim it's theirs? There's a number of answers given. We've learned together a number of answers. Tonight I just want to share one, uh, 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 another answer that we haven't shared yet. And this answer is that the Malachim really were not insisting that they keep it. By them saying that, that the Torah should not go to flesh and blood, they actually had an agenda. What was their agenda? So the agenda is brought out with a story, a story that is told over by Rav Maishe Shmuel Shapiro, Tzachrein uh, the Rashiv of uh, Ber Yaakov. And he tells over a story that there was a, um, a meeting of a lot of big Jewish, like, conchos in, uh, in uh, Tsarist Russia. A lot of the barons, remember Baron Rothschild, there was Baron Ginsburg, um, amongst others. A lot of well-known uh, Jews became barons, and they, uh, they had to be in St. Petersburg, and it was around the high holidays. It was around the high holidays, and a few of them got stuck for Yom Kippur in St. Petersburg. Some of them were observant, religious, and knowledgeable of Tyra, and some of them you know, were coming from the, you know, different places in Yiddishkeit, and they were really ignorant. They knew they were Jewish, and they were representing Jews, so to speak. They were proudly Jewish, but as far as knowledge of much, they didn't have much knowledge. So the story goes that, that uh, you know, these Yidden still, they came to show on Yom Kippur. So they're in the, the uh, Beis HaKnesses HaGadol, the main shul in St. Petersburg. And the place is packed, filled from wall to wall. 
And as there's the custom in that shul and in a number of shuls, when it came time for Neila, they auctioned off the right for Psicha Neila to open up the Aron Kaidish for Neila, which is Segula for <laughs> to really to open up the, the gates of, of Bracha of the Rubina Shalalam. It's a, it's a big deal to receive Psich Neila. And in this shul, they auctioned off the rights for Psich Neila. There were a lot of very, very wealthy Jews there. And I'll put it into our terms. They started the bidding, let's say, $50,000. I'm just going to give an example in our numbers. A very high number to start, because they knew there's a lot of wealthy people that want it, going up and up and up. Finally, it hit, we'll call it hundred grand. Okay? And this was going to Baron Ginsburg. Baron Ginsburg was an observant Jew. He wanted Psychanila for hundred grand. Going once, going twice. And next to him, there was a different Baron, a Jewish Baron, whose last name was Pollock. He was known as Baron Pollock. Completely non-observant. Before they sell it to Ginsburg, he raises his hand. He says, I'm going in for 150 grand. He's adding on 50% to the original amount. And he buys it. Going once, going twice, going three times, deal. He's got it. The guy walks over to him and he says, Mazel tov. You got psicha. He says, you got psicha nil. He says, what's that? He says, uh, what do you mean? He says, yeah, I don't know. What, what I just get? What am I, what am I doing? What am I supposed to do? She says, well, you walk up to the ark, you know, before the chazan starts Neila, the Shemun Esrei, and, and you open it up. He says, okay. It comes time to start Neila, and he opens up the arm, and he turns around and says, now what? He says, now you can wait there, or you can go down, and you know, we'll tell you what's next. He goes down. Okay, he goes back to his spot. After Neila, they call him back up. He closed the curtain, and he says, now what? They said, you're done. Job completed. Finished. He had no clue. So after, afterwards, they said, Pollock, <laughs> you have no shaykhis. You don't even know what you're doing. Like, why'd you pay so much money? He says, listen, I, I don't know what in the world I was buying, but I know one thing. Ginsburg's a good businessman. If he wants it for 100 grand, I want it for 150. That's all I know. Yeah, whatever it is. I, it didn't matter to me. So says, this is a maisa from, uh, from Ramesh Mo Shapiro, but going back to the Dubna Magid, he gives his own marshal on this, but Dubna Magid says like this, he says, Moshe went up, went up to Shemayim, went up to the Marayim, and he says, here's the Torah, the Malachim weren't really trying to stop him. You know what they were trying to show Moshe Rabbeinu and Klal Yisrael, us? They were trying to say, no, 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 this is not something you just take. We want this too. And when Moshe Rabbeinu saw how important the Torah was to the Malachim, their hope was that now Moshe Rabbeinu and Klal Yisrael, through, through knowing how precious it is to them, Lahabdil, Baron Ginsburg, right? He cares about Psicha Neila, so then we'll be the Baron Pollux. And we'll say, Psh, if it's so Khashiv to the Malachim, this is something that, that is uh, important to us as well.